So Tyson, I got people who can afford a townhome, but they're just outside the realm of being able to qualify for like a home home. Is there any way we could make that work? Interesting. That is a great question. And that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the Utah Real Estate Show podcast, the show where two agents and a lender teach real estate best practices by talking through mistakes we've seen and made. I could qualify for 550000 before just by the skin of my teeth. Um, and now I can qualify for 605000 605, 685. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Utah Real Estate Show. I am Tyler Kazair, Utah Real Estate Agent. Jason Christiansen, Mortgage Lender. Eric West, Utah Real Estate Agent. And today we have Tyson Webb, VP of Marketing and Sales for R5 Homes. Absolutely amazing guy, great builder, and he's here to share some awesome things with us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. Um, very welcome here. So tonight, the topic that we're talking about, um, we are talking about ADUs, or accessory dwelling units, and new construction, but kind of ADUs in general. So before we get started, um, I just want to talk a little bit before we get into construction and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, why would anyone want to have an ADU attached to their house, an accessory dwelling unit attached in to their, their house. house? In their house. Sorry, in their house. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you. But coming from no. out of state, okay, this was a huge thing. I'm not from Utah. So when I moved here, nobody mentioned it to me about having the ability to have a renter in a basement. I was, uh, I, we're married, but no kids that never thought crossed my mind because that's not something we did in other cities and States. So I think this is like in Utah, it's kind of like a known thing. Like there's basement rentals across the, the state. More popular yeah, in Utah if, County. Yes. You, like so? you more, moved into yes. the heart of it. Yes. Is it really more popular in, in Utah County? So, yeah, yeah, it, it is. is. Okay. It is. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a Utah phenomenon. I've heard more about it just recently than mm. just five or so years ago, right? Because I think the economy is really I, pushing it. Airbnb is in the yeah. economy, I think, are pushing well, it. So Yeah. Well, a lot of people I have talked to from out-of-state clients, they've had them like they've, – they've known of like a mother-in-law house above the garage yeah. like or a, a detached garage or a attached casita or something like that. But from what I've kind of gathered is Utah has basements. A lot of states don't have basements. Where do you put it now? On the main floor next to your kitchen with everybody. Like, it's hard. It doesn't make sense. So well, you having put it in the basement makes that's sense. That's why it's an accessory dwelling. And it's it's on your property as a second structure. I didn't know that as a new first-time home buyer that I might be able to qualify for a single-family home with an ADU to help me qualify for that instead of going and buying a condo or a townhome. And yeah, I think that's yeah. where, like, you guys have hit that. The nail on the head there. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think it was really uh, outside of like I said at Airbnb. I don't think it's been super popular until lately because of you know about a year ago when the interest rates went up, it pushed a lot of buyers out of the market. People yeah. who could afford to get into a single family home are now looking and saying, "Well, now I can only rent, or maybe I can afford a townhome, but it's got to be small." Yeah, they've sized yeah. down. You know, yeah. Well, it's kind of been like an evolving thing because Utah came out a while ago and said, "Hey, I don't care where you are if you're owner occupied, you can rent part of your home." Yeah. Where yes. like, you know, and then cities went in and said, yeah, maybe not, but you have to do this. Yes. Here's some hoops. Certain percentage, maybe. Yes. And that's one of the things I want to point out right away. Every single municipality in Utah has a different regulation about ADUs. Well, and here's the other thing, right? Can you rent out a part of your anything 
and and make money. Yeah, yeah. I should share a story about one of my favorite investors slash clients who now doesn't pay his mortgage because his townhome he has five tenants in it, I think, and he clears per room. Yes, really, which is against the HOA, which is against city municipality regulation. Mm-hmm. So, like, what can you do, and what? Can you legally do? Yes. And so it's funny you said it because I actually helped an airline attendant um, uh, buy a home and all he wanted to do, he wanted seven rooms in the home so he could rent out seven, each room mm-hmm. separately. And I guess these airline. Uh, yeah, the, it's a huge thing. Yeah, the attendants come in and out and yeah. they hub here for a second and then they're out on a flight, right? So they just need a place to crash for maybe 24 hours. Yeah. And I guess sometimes. Yeah. So he's got this home that is completely paid for by his coworkers. Yeah, he's like, I only need one room in it. It's got to be the master bedroom, of course, with my own bathroom and walk-in closet. But everything else, they get. But here's the beauty of what Tyson is doing, right? So, like, can you get away with it? Maybe. But going in, because I I, a lot of times I say, hey, we're getting pre, we want to get pre-approved for this home. They're racing the renting the basement out, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, is it a legal duplex? I'm like, no, but they've been doing it for years. Like, I can't count the income. Right. Right. It has to be registered with the city. You got to go to the city, and like, even if the house is set up. Sometimes the city's like, no, we're at our cap. Mm-hmm. What these guys are doing is freaking ingenious because they're off the get-go. Yeah. It's got an ADU in it. So yeah. we buttered up the city really well. <laughs> yeah, did a good job as a builder. Though. And we <laughs> sent birthday gifts to every single councilman and woman. No, I'm kidding. No, we did, though. We worked hard with the city of Eagle Mountain to to set aside land and to be able to do this. To really, So we're not, we're not trying to build rental communities. We're not trying right. to build income producing communities per se, what we're trying to do is um, just help people get into single family homes. Let me back up a little bit. So like a year ago when interest rates went crazy, mm-hmm. we're a local company. We only build like five or so homes a month. And our um, our CEO, our owner, uh, was one of the original uh, people, one of the people started Energy Solutions. Oh, okay. And in 2008, he kind of didn't like where the company was going. And so he took his stock, took his money, went and bought land for pennies on the dollar. Take my ball and I'm leaving. Yeah, kind of. And and so he told me, he's like, Tyson, I don't need this as a retirement. This isn't my thing. What I want to do is give back to my community and just build something that somebody can be proud of and can last for generations and, and help them out. So when things went crazy a year ago and so many buyers were pushed out of the market, he kind of slowed construction down and said, how do we solve this problem? How can we get people back into single family homes? Because it doesn't look like it's going to get really any better anytime soon. So he took our six best-selling floor plans and reconfigured them with ADU. So we're just not just finishing the basements. Uh, they're configured so all of the um, all of the access is from interior. You're never going to walk down like nasty cement stairs that get filled with snow and leaves and things like that. Mm-hmm. Your renter or your family member, whoever is is in the ADU, is going to have a great experience. Nine foot ceilings are standard down mm-hmm. there. Ba- daylight basements or walkout basements. So it's really kind of a I don't want to say upscale, but it's a nicer unit than what you're going to find if you just throw well, it. In. It was designed for yes. that, not just converted yeah. into a, a yeah. basement or rental. It yeah. was designed from the very get go to be to be that. So that way, I mean, I'm sure it functions great. The floor plan grades mean you can use it as an ADU or not. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of we have a lot of uh, buyers who are coming in, and some of them are or uh, for some home bu- uh, builders or. I guess first-time home buyers or people who are just moving up, maybe out of a rental or a mm-hmm. condo, yeah. and they want the option to be able to rent for a while, but not forever. Yeah. So we have this option where you can open one door and close another, and you have total access to your house, just like a normal home, right? 
But then if nice. you close that one and open the other or whatever, and they're all like these heavy, like insulated doors, then the renter has their own platform, their own, you know, entrance, their own parking. They can walk up, get in their own door. You don't have to ever see them. Mm-hmm. They have their own landing and they can go downstairs interior, right? Do so you ever do separate meters on these homes? No, not yet. That's a good, you know, we, every, every one of them have like dual AC systems in them. Which is a requirement for yeah. your yeah. to use. So they've yeah, got so their own thermostat down there. So you're not battling with your tenant or your family member who's ever down there. Um, but the, yeah, the only, the only separate thing is the, the parking and the entrance and the access. But everything yeah. else is shared. So. so there's some really important parts that he hit. If you have an ADU, has to have a separate entrance, has to be walled off, Yep. Mm-hmm. has to have its own heating cooling. Yeah. Heating. And usually for, it depends on the city, but you want to make sure that these are purpose-built. That's one of the yeah. the terms that we were kicking around a little bit earlier, that this is purpose-built. You have enough parking yeah. um, for, for other vehicles that are going to be, because you're not just parking your you family park, car you and stuff. Yeah, you can't park a bunch on the street. Exactly. Yeah. You have, so this this will make cities happy, Yeah. Um, which in turn will make happy. you happy <laughs> because your neighbor's not attacking you. Um, for always, you know, yeah. having cars on the street. Um, so these are, these are huge elements, um, easy to overlook on paper, um, but really, really crucial when it comes down to the actual building, the structure the dwelling and, and everything together. So I want to kill one house hack really quick. Okay. Let's kill it. Before. Okay. So idea. Let's live in the ADU yeah. and rent out the house. <laughs> I had a customer say that today. Every like, one of us has had a customer say that. He's like, I uh, well, I want to be in the basement, so it has to be a walkout. And we've got, you know, we can do that. But I was like, well, why don't you want to be upstairs? And he was like, it's just me and my wife. We're good. There's three bedrooms on yeah. here. It's got the kitchen. We'll, and we'll rent that out. That'll bring more yeah. dollars. He pretty much and said. We'll just, be more expensive we'll just live down here. Yeah. Right. And why is this a problem, Jason? So as far as the rules go, you can only count the fair market rental income from the smaller of the living areas. Oh, that's So if you want to do it legitimately, knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking to offset the debt or count that extra income, mm-hmm. it's yeah. got to be from the smaller. It's not yeah. something that you, like I said, that you can't do. Most cities won't allow that to happen. If you find it, they find out they could force you to actually switch, which we've had a few clients get, <laughs> get busted yep. um, for that. But like he said, if you do that, that doesn't mean that you can change all those numbers because he can't change those because that's what the law is. Yeah. And right. So it doesn't matter what you can rent it for. Yeah. It matters what fair market rent is. So we're going to have an appraiser go out and look at it and say, hey, yeah. this is what we can get. Then you got to get a 12-month lease, right? So not can you get it, have you gotten it? And we're going to count the, less, the lesser of the 12-month lease With or fair market rents. And then what we're going to use for on your income is 75% of that. So the real numbers, we have the real world, right? And the magical world of mortgage here. Mm-hmm. So be aware what you're, what you're doing. But like if you get a decent ADU in your house, you've just bumped your buying power by 75000 That's the segue I wanted to take, right? So here we are with, let's say we have a buyer that can qualify for 500000 Play my sure. Let's let's play the let's pocket play computer game. Get the cool right. calculator out. We have we have a buyer that can qualify for five hundred thousand, and in Utah, that's buying less and less these days. Right. Um, but that's still gonna that's gonna buy a home, right? Maybe not as large cities. of a home. Sure. Yeah, in certain cities, <laughs> but it may not be as large as you want. It may not have the acreage that you want. You may not be able to raise. I mean, we're in Utah, seven or nine kids. It may not be the home that you want to buy, right? Yeah. So by attaching an ADU, I'm, I'm giving, I'm, 
I'm stretching here so that Jason has time to do math. By I don't even know what math I'm doing yet. By purchase having a price of 550. Cut that. Okay, okay purchase well, 550 price. 550 or 500? Do 550 because okay. there's okay. not a single family home. We're doing 550. Five. Change this up. Perfect. Inflation, people. Yeah. Let's get out of a town home and into a single family. As of right now, the 550, you, there are single family homes, new construction you can get. Okay, 550,000. Okay. So we, we can qualify for 550,000, but we're just by the skin of our teeth making it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we want more. Really what's going to happen is, is my wife is going to say, I want a bigger kitchen. But I know where this is going to happen, right? It, well, wherever you're looking, if you're looking at five, you're going to find the beautiful home at 520 or 540. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. That's, always. That's always what happens. Kids. Anyway, okay. Um, now we, we find a place where we can have an ADU, mm-hmm. a beautiful R5 community, and you can rent that, let's say, what, 1800 yeah. Is that, a, is that a reasonable amount? Let's say 1800 Okay. So now what is the buyer uh, qualifying power, the buying power of this person? What, what does it raise to? We're going to go into nerd mode here. Well, and so while you know. he's still punching numbers, this comes back to we've stated in like every episode. This is why you talk to a good agent first and get talking to a lender first so you can find out different options. I just had a client go through a ton of new construction homes without talking to a lender, finally guilt tripped him into talking to a lender. And guess what? <laughs> they were not qualified for any of the homes that they thought that they <laughs> could make. Because oh, in their so mind, they went, oh, I could make this payment. Yeah. And they, and they could actually physically make that payment, but they couldn't use all of those funds with the lender. So they spent literally three months looking at homes. <laughs> I told you not to until you talk to a lender because you're going to yeah. get your feelings hurt more than likely. <laughs> and they actually did. They came and got pre-approved and their feelings were crushed, not just hurt. Yeah, you make because, me feel like a bad guy. You're well, such a bad guy. You're, you're the, the first bad guy. You're, you're the truth provider. You're the truth. Yeah. Yeah. You're, so, you're the here's yes, what you do reality is. Things. So we had to change the entire strategy. So if you came and talked to us before and said, hey, we're looking at this. We're trying to do this. Talk to Jason. Here's where you're at. And then he says, hey, if you find one with an ADU at this, you can actually do this price. And then we go, yeah. hey, look, here's a new construction home with R5. Let's check that one out. Here you go. How did those numbers work? Do you, so in this exact scenario, you would have $55,000 more to your pre-approval amount, right? All right? You can afford this. Do you want to walk through the numbers? Should we crush people's hopes and dreams or should we just pretend <laughs> yeah, crush, magic? crush them. I like crushing them. Okay, so here we go. here's the thing. Like the ratios I'm going to approve people at here are safe ratios. The interest rate I'm giving is a safe rate. Can you do better? Yes. As of June 2023. Right. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go five, five, zero, 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 zero. Okay. $550,000 right? purchase price. 0.95, right? Because you're doing 5%. 5% okay? yeah. And we're just going to go off a safe PITII. So this is a loan amount of 522500 right? Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. We're going to throw 7% in as our interest rate, and then we're going to calculate a PNI, just a PNI, right? So that's going to be 3474 Okay. Okay. Now I know I've got a little bit of room. So I'm going to say this is 41% of their income. Okay, a little high. Could I go higher? Maybe, but at 41% okay. PITI, sure. let's run with that. We're not counting mortgage mm-hmm. insurance, which they would have, or taxes or homeowners sure. insurance or an issue. That's fine. And we're, okay. and we're right at 3,500, just under 3,500 for the 3474. So okay. we're going to divide it by 0.41, right? Okay. So this gives us an income, income of, ratio. Yep, 8474. Okay. Okay. 
per that's, month. That's their income that they would need to buy your house. So they need $8,500 a month. Sure. Roughly. So, so that's a good tech job. Right. That's a tech job. So now we've got this ADU that we can rent at 1800 bucks a month, right? That's what okay. we said. Yeah. We're going to take 75% of that. So that's 1350. Okay. So now they're, They've got this. We're going to add that to the eighty-four seventy-four, right? So it gives them essentially a net income of just under ten grand, ninety-eight twenty-four. Just the banker. Sorry, he's he, got a calculator. I'm just doing this. He's, he's jumping he's ahead. <laughs> so now we're going to take this at forty-one percent, right? We're going to go back to our payment. So then we have forty twenty-seven. We throw that negative in for a payment, calculate for value, and we're at six oh five. All right. So by adding. An ADU, sorry, to sum up all the nerd sauce that just got dumped all over this podcast. Um, all that nerd sauce says I could qualify for 550000 before just by the skin of my teeth. And now I can qualify for 605000 605, 685. So that's either a nicer kitchen, which is what my wife is going for. It's more bedrooms or it's more land. It's something, it's a little nicer. It's, you're going to be able to raise your grand or, is a decent or step up. Staying at the 550 mark and having more breathing room. You just yes. left your condo and yeah. went to a townhome. You just left your townhome and went to a single family exactly. residence. Yes. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. So so kind of moving people up the scale yeah. of homes. Yeah. All right. I you like can, it. You can get a townhome with Joe Schmo or you get a home home with Tyson. Yeah. What do you What home do you home. want? I like that. I like the home home. <laughs> you, you, you know, you can raise your family in the home home. You've got a yard and you can grill in that home and then that home appreciates and you own it, right? So yeah. oh, that's one of the other things. Okay, oh. unpopular opinion with myself before I got into investing, right? right? So you should buy what you're comfortable with as a payment. Sure. When you're buying a house, you should buy at the skin of your teeth. Make sure you're safe. But the reason why is if we're experiencing appreciation at what rate we do a half million dollar home, say 4%. How much have you gained in a year? <laughs> okay, we're going to go point at 500,000, 4%. You know, divide that in half, add some zeros. So you picked up 20 grand. Okay. If you buy a million dollar home, you've picked up 40 grand. You double it because these are just percentages. You're working the margins, right? Yeah. So more make sure you're better. not going to be eating ramen. But if you can afford a little more, and the reason why you want to do this is because so you buy at the very bottom of your budget something that's super comfy, and you you get in like the first house I bought because I was mm-hmm. very frugal, about bought for eighty nine thousand way well, back in the on. day, right? When was this? Nineteen ten. I look. <laughs> you look pretty young, my friend. There's some anyway, gray in that beard. My first house was one hundred and nineteen. Well, you were doing better than I was. Maybe. Anyway, I found a good deal. I bought a townhome. Right? That's awesome. Oh, I, my, mine was single family. Maybe that was the difference. That's probably the difference. And I could have, I could have bought a home for one hundred fifty thousand, right? But I sure. wanted a comfortable payment. Okay. Yes. Okay. The home home appreciated actually a little faster than the townhome, as, as it should. Yeah. But that's equity. That I let someone else get. Yeah. Yep. And I sold my town home and that someone who bought that home home sold that home and then they had more buying power for the next one. Yeah. And this this gets back to a principle that we've discussed many times. Um, I think Eric said it first, like buy an investment that you can also live in. You know, that's yeah. this is when we buy homes, we're not just buying a roof. Right. We're really buying into a slice of the American dream. And that American dream, I don't care how you slice it, it goes further when there's more dollars attached to it. Okay. So think like an investor. Don't just think, 
Um, like, hey, this is a roof of my head. Yeah, right? there's so much possibility. Right. Always look for the where where you're going to end up in five, seven, ten years. Right. Like, With this, this home. is not and your destination. This is a stepping stone. Especially since you're in the, if you are beginning the you know the journey and you're younger. Uh, Generally, when you buy after you buy your first home in the next five years, your your income is going to increase. You're going to become more affluent, or whatever it might be, more mm-hmm. education, more yeah. you know, get your raises, get experience, which will allow you to make more money. And so you'll become a little bit more uh, comfortable in that as time goes on, right? Yeah. So yeah. generally speaking, and really, the time to develop ulcers over your payment—that's <laughs> in your twenties. <laughs> Don't do that in your thirties or forties. Like well, brutal. Just like Eric says, just like we all say, talk to a lender. Yes. And, yes. And and sit down and find out. And like, if I'm talking with first time home buyers and they're like, we want to buy this home, I'm like, well, you're renting uh, from your buddy at four hundred bucks a month. You're looking at twenty eight hundred dollar payment a month. Throw twenty four hundred dollars in the bank every month. Don't spend it and see how it feels. And if you want to cry and you have to pull that money out, then you're not buying this house. Yeah. Let's go house poor before it matters and see. How it feels. It's a huge piece of advice right there. Try it out. Like I said, do it for six months, do it for a quarter, plan this ahead. So even if you're not ready to buy right now because of the job change or whatever it is, plan that and feel how that feels. I've had a few buyers recently that were renting from family at a killer rate. Oh yeah. Like stupid rate. And family should have been oh like 400 bucks for a three bedroom rental. And the parents, I actually got the parents to admit the reason they did that was to get their kids to stay there. They wanted them to stay, but all it did was actually hurt them because That's the like kids actually didn't the really want to, they didn't want to stay, they, they liked the help, but the further they got along, they went, hey, we like the help, but we want to get out on our own, but shoot. You haven't raised rent on us in four years, and we're paying three fifty. I was like, "Dude, you can't even get a shared room in Provo for that price. You can't even get a car payment for that price." <laughs> um, do you think uh, they they thought they, they were paying fair market rent when they began? Uh, yes, yeah. When, when, okay. when they first originally bought, uh, or sorry, rented with their parents, I have three couples that this is happening to. Two of them are still with their Jeez. their parents. Wow. Um, wow. One of them was uh, a situation where the parents actually got a divorce and the the, <laughs> the mom wanted her daughter and her son-in-law to stay with them. They now have a kid. Yeah. So now they, hey, well, we have an in-home babysitter. We can go do this. Or, hey, this is nice to have this. So it created very comfy. Wow. But there's tensions because they don't want to still be there. And then they're seeing their friends buying homes and making like what Jason said. They're making money on their homes. They're making money on these investments and they're still renting. And the most people spend what they make. So mm-hmm. if you are renting mm-hmm. for three to 400 bucks, you tend to go on more Disneyland trips. You tend to spend money on toys, all these other things. It's hard and to I sit there and look it. at it and yeah. go, you have more toys than I do, but I have a house. With equity being yeah. built, and I have five hundred grand. In so what I'm and what stuff. I'm hearing here is the most loving parents in Utah. Cue the music. Um, <laughs> Prepare charge the crap early. out of their kids exactly. for rent. Um, well, it creates don't them for, create uh, a false lifestyle. Exactly, false lifestyle. This creates them and sets them up forever of understanding where they're going to be, and now they can get into 
a real home doing what Jason said, go pay that fair market rent of actually 1800 a month instead of 400 you know yeah. what? And then save, save, and try it out. Just try it for six months. It's only four yeah. times your actual and then, rent. And then say, hey, look, you know, we're going to stay here another year. Take that 1800 and put it in a bank account to use it for your down payment. Maybe you don't have it. Try that discipline because yeah. it's a shell shock when you have a mm-hmm. first time home buyer all of a sudden make that payment and they go, oh man, we can't do anything. Well, and if you want to be that generous parent, Charge your kids fair market rent. Right? Yeah, hold it parent, account. Help them buy the new there house. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. help them buy the Gift new house. Give funds then. for the down payment, but charge them the rent. Yeah. See, actually, like I'm a pretty rough parent, but I You're so brutal. I, I don't know, talk to my kids, um, but I like like I would totally do that to keep my kids around and not even realize I was crippling them. Uh, and there's a whole nother. We can continue down this forever. There's a lot of different house hacks you can do with ADUs. I think the main thing I want to I want to kind of uh, emphasize, especially with our five homes, is that we're not building rental rental communities. Really, right. what we're trying to do is help people get into a single family home. In fact, over ninety percent of our clients are either renting to family, so hopefully they charge a good amount of rent. Fair market rent, yeah, it's good. Or have their parents in there, or something like that. Or you know, um, very few of them are renting to strangers, but it's an option, right? It help yeah. if it'll help you get into a house. Are your uh, it's well worth it. Is there, is, is it an HOA community? We do not build in any communities with an HOA. Okay. As of June. As of this moment. <laughs> I'm sure we will in terms may apply. Or do you know that this particular development that you guys are doing, yeah. um, does it allow for nightly rentals? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. And that, and this is, these so are questions that you want to think, you, because I have people that will go, oh, perfect. Basement rental. We'll do a nightly rental. Yeah. I don't want this. Well, check with your city. There's no HOA, so you don't have to worry about that one. But go and check with your city. Your city may not allow that. Well, there still might be covenants in that area. Exactly. That the city puts in place. You have neighbors that you need to respect. And then the owner needs to actually occupy the yep. residence. Yep. Yeah. Well, and your lender can't necessarily Yeah, I can't use, use that income. rental income. It yeah. Great, you can. But also, like, the shorter the term of the rental, the greater the vandalism and the crime goes up. Yeah. So, but anybody, like, what's the shortest term rental that they allow? Do you know? 30 day? 12 month? I don't know because we don't push short term rentals. So, we'll give you the ADU certificate registered with the city at closing. So, you can rent from day one. But I don't think they allow. I don't know. I think it's like six months. Uh, yeah, I th- I'd have to double check. I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it's at least six months. If you know the regulations in Eagle Mountain. Oh, that's man. why we said at the beginning of the episode, right? Check with your city because yeah. they're all different. So <laughs> what did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is that purpose-built structures um, tend to satisfy needs a lot more readily than um, structures that you shim in and try to make them do something yes. that they weren't designed to do. Thank you. So good. Yeah. I like to be mean to your kids. I like light bulb. You know, you if if you're <laughs> renting to someone you like and you really, really like them, charge them fair market rent. Maybe save the money, gift it for a down payment letter later, but help them out by understanding what's really out there. ADUs are a great source here in Utah and other places. I mean, this is, goes throughout the country. You can do this. Um, but here in Utah, it's, it's a phenomenal source to either get an extra bump in what your purchasing power is. If you're trying to get out of that condo townhome into a single family and you're just shy of that mark, or if you're wanting to get a little bit more comfort and get that and then have somebody else pay for part of your mortgage. Who do you guys know that's renting 
their basement for three hundred and fifty dollars to their to their grandkids. Oh, like we need to send this to grandma. Send this to your grandma right now. Like, send it comment, to your ship. Subscribe. Tell us who do you know that's renting for that dirt cheap from a family member. Let, let's what out them now. What does Eagle Mountain allow for short term rentals, or do they? How do we leave a five star review? <laughs> yes. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us a text at 801-228-7687. Make sure you mention the show. You can email us at the Utah Real Estate Show at gmail.com. You can watch this show on YouTube and you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you learned something or if you really love this show, give us a like on YouTube and drop a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The Utah Real Estate Show is a production of Hive Collective at Presidio Real Estate with support from Security Home Mortgage. The NMLS number for Security Home Mortgage is 178787. The NMLS number for Jason Christiansen is 240472, Equal Housing Lender. Not only is this not legal or investment advice, but you should definitely talk to a pro before you make any real estate decision. Every situation is different and should be considered in context. Copyright Jason Christiansen, Eric Wist, and Tyler Kazare. All rights reserved. Talk to you next week. How do you want to be introduced? With words. Superb. That's why we have him on the show tonight. Aw. Tyson. Thanks. <laughs> that is to say his name. <laughs> what did I say? You just say his name. I thought I did. Throw $1,400 in the bank. Sorry. Math. <laughs> in their financial futures. It's a great way. It's a longer month. It's... it's- what? <laughs> Nothing. You know, that's another podcast. Another episode. Another where, episode. where is this illegal rent coming from in your book, Tyler? I'm curious to dive into your yeah, brain. Too, it just depends, you know, whatever they might be doing. Anyway. Buying houses is a great way to launder money. That's – I'm not going to talk about that, but yes. That's, that's what we're talking about today. Am I going red right now? <laughs> what How much money are the what podcast that I get into? <laughs> this is Black Hat. You lure me in with the ADU discussion, and yeah. now look where we're at. Bam! For next week, come back and we'll talk about house hacking. <laughs> he has the best radio. No, I, think, I guess it comes back to like what we learned today. One, these guys are building a home. Stole my line. I, I stole, stole my line. It's about that time, though. Is there anything else we want to cover? Actually, there's more, but but wait. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. Okay, go ahead. Right. It's a good option. No. This so. Now. <laughs> Thanks. It's my it's one thing. So. <laughs> What'd you learn? I learned you could launder money by buying a home. What? <laughs> More what? on that. What? what? More on that next week. <laughs> like, I've got so many people that are on the edge. Like, they, I can get them into a townhome or I can get them into a condo. But, like, I want them to step up. Like, is there any way we could squeeze them out of that? Reset. <laughs> Chop that! You know, we can squeeze them all day long. Okay. All right, let's. I want to learn how to launder. <laughs> no cut. No. Here's an idea that someone okay. may or may not have done recently on a property I'm familiar with. I should stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>